Hi, this is Ricky, and you're listening to the Ricky Talks Podcast. Hi, everybody. I am pumped. It is Monday, and I'm crushing it. Yeah. I'm at inbox zero in both my work and my personal emails, and... Everything that has been asked of me this morning, I have done, and I did it quick. So it feels good. I can't remember the weekend. Uh, it's pretty much Groundhog Day. It's the same thing most. Actually, no, I lie, because I was alone with the twins on Saturday for the first time in three weeks or four weeks. I think it's been a month since I've actually been alone with the twins. When you haven't done something in a month, sometimes you feel like you're out of touch or things change so rapidly when you're raising children (laughs) that, like, I got used to doing things with help. Either my parents are here or Chris is home and we're both just tackling parenthood and taking care of these kids together. And I'm not usually alone with the girls all day and I crushed that as well. So that was a feel-good feeling <laughs> because just Chris says this all the time and it's, parenthood is, is just anticipating the next thing, the next minute or 10 minutes or the next day, the next whatever. You just have to anticipate as much as possible and just prepare as much as possible. But yeah, so I I also got a chance to uh, catch up with my two of my really, really close friends. One lives in New Jersey, and the other one's not too far, but she locked down, right? So can't really see people. But it felt really nice to just, uh, just to see their faces and to see their lips moving. <laughs> uh, One of them had some really, really big news. They are finally moving out of their apartment in New Jersey and they're they're becoming homeowners. So yay, really, really, really excited and happy for her and her hubby. And uh, I can't wait to crash. (laughs) It's so funny because she and I now, on top of every other random thing that we talk about, we're gonna be talking about furniture and furnishing our homes and, this this uh this sofa that we're looking at or this uh first thing that I sent her was a link to this patio dining set that I've been eyeing and I'm really 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 excited about this patio dining set (laughs) I just want to recreate like a patio that I would be sitting at when I would be dining in the city with my girlfriends I want to create something like that in our backyard and I can't wait for that I can't wait to to have a nice sit-down meal outside in the sun in continuation of me crushing things I was able to get two hours in of editing my closet while the girls napped boom it feels so good to edit that wardrobe because I am an ex-shopaholic. I think some people know this about me. And I have 
so many clothes. I, the people that know me, they 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 know that I have a closet full of clothes, and I don't wear the same thing twice in a year. It's it's it got that bad, <laughs> but uh, I'm slowly really trying to apply being more of a more of a minimalist. I'm not. That's not the, the end goal. It's just I want to be able to walk into my closet have room for everything and pick something out to wear with ease without feeling stressed or guilt or regret, you know, or like shame. And that's kind of, those are the feelings that I feel right now when I walk in there and I kind of hate it because I used to love dressing up and I'm a changed woman now ever since motherhood. I'm lucky if I'm matching when I step outside these days. I think my priority now is comfort and fit um, and just wearing things that, you know, the old cliche of wearing things that bring joy, that bring me joy. And if, yeah, I was in there for two hours and I did quite a bit and I have boxes and boxes that I plan to take to Plato's Closet and Style Encore and Goodwill, all that stuff, once everything opens up. I'm just getting so tired of saying that. Once everything opens up and once we can, I'm trying to be a little more <laughs> dynamic in the way that I speak because in previous episodes, as I'm listening to them, uh, I'm, I feel so monotone. <laughs> and that's not how I speak, I think, especially if it's something that I really care about. Yeah, I just want to be able to reflect that in these podcast episodes so that it's not it's not boring you guys too much. So one of the few times that I was able to step outside for a little bit over the weekend, um, I went grocery shopping and one of my pet peeves happened in the parking lot. It's when people don't put their damn shopping carts back where they're supposed to be, or at least away from other people's cars. Like, well, how are you just going to leave it right next to somebody's car? Ugh, it's just so inconsiderate and rude. No matter how cold it is, or if it's raining even, I still walk my car back to those little shelters that they have for them. Ugh, it's one of my biggest pet peeves, and it happened with uh, Chris's truck that he loves so much. Sorry, babe. Uh, I didn't tell you. <laughs> so when you listen to this, don't worry. It wasn't, it didn't touch the truck. So don't worry. <laughs> but please, if you're listening, you know, and, it, and you don't do that, please do it because it's just a simple, simple thing that takes seconds to do. So I purchased this, oh, hey, <laughs> I, she's a, I can't even get a word in sometimes with these girls. Um, I bought a, a photography course for other photographers who want to build their brand and their portfolio and how they do business, things like that. And I'm really, really excited because it's one of my favorite photographers. Uh, her name is 
Kayla Mendez. And she's based in Florida, and I think she goes to L.A. a lot. But I, um, yeah, she seems really sweet, and I just love her work. It's very romantic and dreamy, and her clients are like dream dream clients for me. Like, I think we're aligned in that way. So I'm, I'm excited to learn from her through this course and also the other photographers that are included. They, they're teaching really exciting things like um, how to prepare proposals when you want to work with different brands. So I'm hoping this will bring me to the next level in my photography career, or even if it's just to help me um, do things a little more differently so that I can, uh, so I can crush that too. Something came up on Instagram last night about this growing concern about creepy ass photographer men who are, who are acting inappropriately with their models. Uh, this, <laughs> I'm shaking my head. That there was a list um, that I posted on my stories and it was a, a pretty long list, I think. And these are just photographers, I think, within just Toronto. And I've personally, I've experienced a lot of this kind of thing where models that I've worked with, they're, they're so young and they just, it's like they have, they, they give me this sigh of relief. Oh, it's, it was so good to work with you. I felt so comfortable, but man, they're just, so many pervy guys out there and for them to think like for them to just think that they can you know harass and it bothers me flat out it bothers me um because when things get out of hand when they're trying to do some work it could be traumatizing for the rest of their lives i don't know i I don't want to start some kind of thing where it's like work with only women photographers because of course there are great male photographers out there too, but it's well, when you have men like that, I don't know how women are supposed to, to be able to know who to work with, you know, and maybe it, it does take a bit of a guessing game out of it when they just choose to work with women photographers. And I feel like, even though I feel like there are so many of us out here doing our thing, like women photographers, I guess there aren't enough of us to to help curb this these kind of situations. Um, and maybe it's also a thing where us women photographers aren't recognized by certain brands or companies that hire. I don't know. There's there's a lot to to unpack there, but. I, uh, I'm just talking out of emotion, straight emotion right now. Okay. So the next card I'm going to pull out from the We're Not Really Strangers card game says, What would your younger self not believe about your life today? Hmm. Oh, well, that's easy. If you told me back then that I was going to have twins... I just get hysterical, which is kind of what happened actually when I first found out that I was having twins. Because <laughs> like twins was the last thing on my mind. I never really even thought about 
that being possible for me or seeing twins and thinking, oh man, I, I want twins. You know, it, it was never a thing for me. So that was like a complete shocker. But yeah, that I would never believe that. And another thing that I would not believe if you told my younger self would be that I would be traveling a lot. Travel didn't become an interest of mine until, until I got married, to be honest. My honeymoon was the very first time I left the continent, so that was super exciting. That was the first time that I got to see Europe. And my gosh, that was, that was the most beautiful. We went to Santorini for our honeymoon, and that was just the most beautiful, unreal place that I've been. I can't believe a place like that exists. It's just so, it's so beautiful there. And I have the best memories uh, traveling to these places. I just wish that I, I took more pictures. <laughs> I already am pretty crazy with taking pictures uh, when I travel, but I, I'm only taking pictures with my phone. And uh, I, I want to stop doing that because it's so hard to get images off an iPhone. You have to get in the cloud and sometimes it won't let you download batch batches of photos. I don't know, maybe I'm doing something wrong, but I wish or I want to take more photos with my actual DSLR and it's just easier to to load into the machine and to edit them the way that you want and to get the uh and that's one of the things that I have to do actually is uh go through my Santorini photos, the, the, the ones that I did take, so that I can blow it up into a big, a big canvas that I want to put up in our, we have a really, really nice <laughs> bathroom um, in our second floor. It has a really nice skylight and it's all white. So it, every time I'm in there, I'm reminded of Santorini. So I just want this canvas to kind of serve as like a, a pretend window looking at a scene that I took in Santorini uh, to travel again. I wonder where we're going to go next. Um, I have a few places in mind, but um, it just keeps changing. There's so many beautiful places. See, that's another thing. Everything's connected. Like everything that I do is connected. I have trouble compartmentalizing things. Um, in that in that respect, so I uh, I'm looking for a UX job, a permanent full-time UX job, so that I can advance my career and skills and design thinking. But I also want to do it because I want to create a life for my kids that's full of experiences. I want to be able to take them places, especially travel. I want to be able to travel with my kids as soon as they're able to absorb things and appreciate things and a lot of different cultures and and learn that way. That's, I think, one of my biggest goals and that's, and I feel like a career in UX will take me there and I know that we'll get there. That's it for this episode. Thank you always for listening. 
and if you wanted to say hello, I am on Twitter at QuietStormRicky. Until next episode.